0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins and depth Podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. That is David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page. Like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. Uh, now, the Miami Dolphins hosted their first Monday night football game since 2017. Uh, last night, or it's Monday night, there was a lot of juice, a lot of energy in Hard Rock Stadium, and it was a night to remember, but for all the wrong reasons... Uh, The Dolphins entered the game without a loss to a losing, to a team with a losing record. Um, But in came the Tennessee Titans, who entered Week 14 with the second-to-worst record in the AFC. Uh, The Dolphins, after kind of slogging through that game, built a 14-point lead late in the fourth quarter with just four minutes left. But just as quickly as they built that lead, uh, it all fell apart. Uh, Miami gave up 15 unanswered points a 28-27 to 27 shocking defeat uh, that knocked them off of their spots uh, as the top team in the AFC. Uh, and there's much more uh, consequences, maybe even far-reaching consequences from that, with some key injuries. Uh, Mike McDaniel just a couple hours ago announced that Connor Williams' starting center is out for the year with the torn ACL. Tyree Kill, who uh, was kind of fighting through an ankle injury uh, that wasn't really his normal self. He's day-to-day, and the Dolphins have a ton of injuries to monitor uh, as they try to you know, lick their wounds, uh, and move on to a short week but a divisional opponent uh on the horizon with the new York Jets. Um we're gonna get into everything regarding uh that epic collapse. I believe the status it was, you know, prior to this Monday night game, uh, the last 767 teams who were down 14 points for three minutes left. They had lost, uh, but that all changed. Um and potentially the trajectory of the Dolphins season may have changed uh with this loss. Um we gonna start we're gonna start uh not big picture yet but just focusing on those last four minutes because i think you know everyone was kind of wondering what happened um because it was very quick the way it all fell apart you know you have you know again i don't think this was a game that the dolphins really deserved to win in any right in any in any regard um but you know it looked like they kind of had some they were gonna have some fortuitous bounces you know you have the the muffed
1: punt you yeah get you two, have those you know, games. You got to add those games.
0: You get you get the uh, the the mishandled pitch with Levis and Henry, and before you know it, like it was thirteen to ten, you score seventeen unanswered, and it's like, all right, well, the Dolphins didn't really deserve to win that game, but hey, sometimes you know the good teams find a way. Um, the Dolphins didn't find a way this time. Uh, we saw Will Levis go down took really two drives. You know, this was a defense that uh was one of has been one of the best units in the past couple of weeks. Um, and they let a rookie quarterback and Will Levis. Go down and, and very quickly, especially the second drive. There's 26 seconds, four plays, 64 yards, and before you know it, the Dolphins had uh the ball back, down one, with one minute 45, no timeouts left, and we saw how that unfolded. Tua about Lua couldn't get the ball uh past midfield. He was sacked on fourth down, and that was all she all she wrote. Um. It, 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 was, it was interesting because I think that the one thing, and I wrote about this last night, the one thing that you could say about the Dolphins leading up to Monday night was they always took care of business against the teams they were expected to. Every other contender had a, and we talked about this last week, every other contender had a how-did-that-happen Uh, type of loss to a team, to, an, to a so-called inferior opponent, but the Dolphins, to their credit, I believe they were 8-0 and or so uh, uh, against teams with losing records. Now, um, obviously, I think that it's much more, there's, there's much more nuance and context to it. You know, we talked about a lot how injuries are playing a role in every single team. But the facts of the matter is, you know, this offense wasn't the same with Ahabo Tyreek. And I think that he may, you know, he may have kind of uh, validated some of the MVP talk that people yeah. were, 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 you know, bringing up. But also, I mean, for the majority of this game, the Dolphins were playing with one starting offensive lineman. Connor Williams went down. They were already playing without Teron Armstead, Rob Hunt. Um, and, and then, you know, he goes down. And you're just left with, with Austin Jackson. And, and, you know, for as good in the, the strides that they've made, there's very few teams and very few quarterbacks, very few offensive play callers that are going to be able to overcome uh, that many injuries. And even on the other side of the ball, you know, McDaniel talked about some breakdowns in communication on those late drives. You're without your top two safeties. You're without your inside linebacker who communicates the calls. Obviously, Jalen Phillips is gone. It, 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 was, it was a bad loss, and I truly think that some of the injuries and whatnot that you know we can discuss later are, are probably going to have more far-reaching consequences. But, like, I, like, if you're going to – like the world isn't falling. Like, I know that, you know, overreaction Tuesday, overreaction Monday, That that's natural and there's a lot of frustration, especially with, you know, McDaniel and his game management play calling. Um, but if you really want to flip it, like, the Dolphins still do control their destiny. You know, there's four games left. you got a tough four games left. Um, but they're in a position where if they do take care of business, you know, they're the one seed and kind of all is forgiven. Now, are they going to do that? Are they going to be able to do it? You know, we'll talk about that later. Uh, it's a tough uphill battle. Um, but I don't want to make too much of this one. I, I think that the nature, I think that the last three minutes uh, aren't as as important to me as some of like the the bigger picture issues that are wrong with this team right now and some of the injuries that they might not be able to overcome.
1: Well, I think last night was a, was, you know, it was a team effort. Yeah. Um, said
0: it, was, said it was a legitimate team loss. You can yeah, play yeah, yeah. special teams.
1: Yeah, you um, – you know, they – they obviously special teams got them the chance, got them the lead near the end, but, you know, there's also the blocked field goal earlier. And – but, you know, you're up 14. Um, and you, know, you got to <laughs> get, get a stop. You got to get – not just you got to get a stop, you got to slow them down. Yeah it, it wasn't he, even it wasn't even
0: the fact that they gave cuz again like I I don't remember he, he, I,
1: I, they moved down the field like yeah. it, it, this if, looked like like the 2006 Colts or something with if you the know score, and if the Titan score
0: if the Titan score that first drive if the, the, the first touchdown and then the ensuing two point conversion that they got to bring it to uh, to 2 I mean so to to 6 if they if if they score in Three minutes. Like, I don't know if we're having this conversation. Right. right.
1: You, you you it takes right. You they didn't slow them down at all. They just walked down the field. Okay. Okay. And then and then uh you're hoping the dolphins can run a four-minute offense, which is obviously right. It, it yeah, it is tougher when you have one starting offensive lineman. But
0: they did, but they ran for hey, I will say though, they ran for 158 yards and the for so I mean yeah that was and, the time and, that was the time to get it done.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's the time to, you know at least start running a clock. I, I I, know this is, it's cool now to be aggressive and I get it. And, you know, the analytics say is, you know, let's go for it be good. But sometimes you gotta step back and go, you know what? All we gotta do is get to the finish line ahead of the other guy. And it, you know, and if you gotta use the clock, and you know make them use their times make them make you know just suck down some of that suck down some of that time and create a sense of urgency on their side a greater sense of urgency on their side you know not only make maybe even if you don't get a first down you just you just make things a little more stressful they kicked the ball back and i'm looking at that going ooh, yeah i mean they, 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 they tried way... to run
0: twice you know they had a three and out after the the first touchdown, right. and They just they just weren't able. I mean, for, we hey, we, we tried, we we gave them credit in the past for you know being able to run situations. That, that that was always my big thing. You got to be able to run in key moments situations where it's short yeah. yardage, goal to go four mi- That was like a like a four minute offense type of deal. And in oh, that exactly. moment, they, they weren't able to. They weren't yeah, able to.
1: that's that's exactly. It's exactly you know. That's exactly it. The point, you know, it gets ball. You okay, let's see what they can do, and they. They they did they did exa- they did nothing to create any extra stress on Tennessee, who then you know just walked down the field again, and um, I think it does it you know it points up some shortcomings. I mean, points up a lot of shortcomings in the Dolphins, but um, it just all it all all night like I. I thought going in you're gonna we're gonna have one of those like like I was saying last week one of these Monday night football you know crowds into it going crazy and I thought to get the game started you know but even you know early on when you get Dolphin players down early yeah like you have like like four guys going into the game and you're like going and and you're already feeling you're already feeling that that you know that life is just getting sucked out and you can feel somebody reaching for the plug and um you know they get it to seven nothing you know okay you know okay let's you know let's see if they can build on that and yeah you know, once it got to seven seven honestly it just felt like one of those nights where you're like oh this is this is going to be a weird one yeah you're just you're just going to want to get out of here uh with the win alive forget the style points forget anything else this is this is just not the, the, you know this is not going to be the beat down and um and it wasn't. And yeah, you you lose, you start losing guys the way they did. And you lose key people. You lose your, you know, the loss of the center.
0: <laughs> I mean, we, we saw, we saw how, you know, there was a missed,
1: missed right. now, exchange. You know, the right, first right, possession, the two, they get out
0: to the two yard line. Right. And you don't two, even two come away with credit that, for that,
1: that. But still, that doesn't, that probably doesn't happen. If
0: Connor Williams is in there. And yeah, right. and Eichenberg had a, had a tough game. Um, yeah. you know, he's he's presumably the starting center going forward, and I think that he had a look. I mean, he, he filled in earlier in the season when Connor Williams was out, and I think he got better as time progressed. But he's not a natural center. I mean, you know, he 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 was kind of like a like the last resort option that they have kind of settled on, and you know, he's he's improved. But I mean, Connor Williams was playing at a Pro Bowl All Pro level. I mean, you like the Dolphins general were like honestly missing three Pro Bowl caliber offensive linemen. Uh, you know, on Monday night. And again, you know, everyone's dealing with injuries, but we got to be honest, like very few offenses, very few quarterbacks, here, especially a quarterback like Tua, where everything is, you know, predicated on timing. They're just not going to be able to overcome that. And then when you have Tyree Kill, who's not even in the game, I mean, we saw the difference in that offense where, you know, right. Sorry, and he, he said, he said they dared, the Titans dared us to run. And then when they tried to throw, we tried to put a shell over the top and we yeah. don't, we don't have Tyree, you know. Uh, having the defense gravitate to him, it's a little harder. Jalen Waddle is a, is an excellent young wide receiver, but it's different when Tyreek Hill is out there, and it's different when he's hobbling and he's out there. I think we saw the difference in that uh, on Monday night.
1: I was – I mean, obviously you want Ty- Tyreek out there because he draws that attention even if he's hobbled.
0: But when he went out, I was thinking, okay, I want to see what this offense
1: is, is about. I want to yeah, see what this but, is about. But – you know, you, you, but I was supposed to play, you want, you're not there, but at some point, like Tennessee knew. <laughs> so, you know, there's, it's just not the, it's not the same offense. And I, I, yeah, there was a whole, a lot of the, you know, who do you vote for for MVP? Where's the A lot of that got pushed to the Tyreek Hill side last yeah, night. Well,
0: a lot of people's perceptions was reinforced or you had some people that were kind of, change their opinions based because i mean he came back in that game i mean i know the the first drive he came in was a three and out but uh it was right at the end of the third quarter they throw a little comeback to him for 21 yards all right we back in business they throw a little corner shot to him all right we in the red zone it's like all right like the the tenor of the offense was just different yeah when he was out there and he was able to make plays for them
1: it's yeah it's completely different and uh when he wasn't i (sighs) it is it is angering that they were not able to or they did not they didn't feel comfortable leaning on the run game a little more when it came time to do that and that's kind of a lesson you'd hope they learned last year you know um and that's a little annoying that you know, not saying you're never going to make the same mistake twice, you know, twice or two or three times, but that was one of those you kind of hope the Dolphins had moved on from. Uh, yeah, it was.
0: It was, it was a meltdown. It was
1: one of those games. It's 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 exactly why, you know, winning every game against you know under 500 competition is tough in the NFL because it doesn't take much. And suddenly you're not you're not punching down. Suddenly you're in a you're in an even fight, and uh, and the other and the other guy you're in an even fight. And the other part, the other guy doesn't have anything to lose. And you know they're energized because now it's an even fight. You're kind of having to adjust to it. it the, these things happen. But the Dolphins had the opportunity to get out of there with the win, and they didn't. And that, and that is, uh, that's disappointing. And and it doesn't, and some of the things they showed don't bode well for going forward. And, you know, the Jets are the Jets. They have a very good defense. And, you know, somebody took over Zach Wilson's uniform or something. He, you know, conjured the spirit of, you know, I don't know, Joe Namath for one day or something. Um, But after that, they've got, you know, you've got Baltimore. uh, Dallas is playing. looks like they're playing as well as anybody in the NFC. Well, as well as anybody in San Francisco in the NFC and maybe in the NFL. And uh, then you got Buffalo, who, you know, all, you know, in-game funkiness aside, they they deserve to win that game against Kansas City and and now suddenly you're you know what looked like a cruise to the number one seed or you're talking passable.
0: about talking about even if you can get the division because the bills now now you're looking at hey
1: and we got the head to head take the take the take the division take you know just and it, I think if anything it's going it football players they're NFL players are you know they are week to week people much more so than the fans and the media are. But they also do, you know, they also look down lower a little bit. But I guarantee this really puts a folk places of focus. Everybody's if there need to be any readjusted focus in that facility, it got readjusted last night. Um, There's not I don't think there's any long range looking. It's you got to take care of business this week because you don't, you know. If you don't, I mean, there's there's a lot of those problems left there. There could be serious problems.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, to that point, you know, Bradley Chubb, who, you know, he also had a key, uh, mistake earlier in the game kind of you know missed out on a sack on third down slams his helmet on the on the turf yeah. and, you know that and then, then you you know you you extend the drive and that leads to, to a touchdown that ties the game you know that's that's a four-point swing yeah. right there and yeah. you know he, he he talked about how they they you know may have taken their foot off the gas he said may have looked ahead a little bit um and unfortunately you can't do that you know before you know what you have these types of uh these types of finishes and whatnot so again i mean it, it you know we were it looked, you know, after Sunday's results, because the Chiefs lost, the Jaguars lost. It looked like it was a two-man race for the uh, for the number one seed, and it very well could be that. But now you look over your shoulder, uh, and you got the Bills just two games ahead with four games remaining, and the head-to-head. So you know, the Dolphins, uh, the margins for error uh, for the number one seed was already very, very, you know, slight. Now the margin for the division, which we all thought was kind of a foregone conclusion, that becomes more of a topic now. Uh, so you know, yeah, a very tough four-game slate uh, up and, and the Dolphins can't, you know, if, if I think that if they had won the next two games, you know, one Titans game, one, the, uh, one, won the Jets game, it's like, all right, you know, in, in that three, that three game finish, you can kind of, you know, maybe drop one, two, one or two, but make sure you beat Baltimore. Now you're trying to make up, uh, you know, that, that game on Baltimore with the head to head matchup coming up in week 17.
1: Right. And, well, you know, they say now you're just, you really are trying to, Gotta, you know, you're trying. You're trying to keep from doing a major slide, because um, that's entirely possible now. And the the Bradley Chubb penalty, I was, I, you you too old for that. You're too old for that. You're too good for that. You know, you're a team leader. And what 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 is that? What I I was. I mean, can't, I I can't I can't imagine, you know, uh, that kind of penalty. Uh, I, like I can't I can't imagine like you know Sasha Barkov, T- Keith Chuck uh, pick, pick any of the pick any of the Heat, like bam out of bio. I, I, that's I I'm I was having a hard time coming up with imagining them having an equivalent penalty in that kind of situation that. You know, just gives the other team an opportunity. It was it was childish, and that's very disappointing from a team leader, a veteran team leader. That and that doesn't that doesn't speak well either. You know, I mean, nobody's perfect. Things happen, but my goodness, that is just not something that at all you expect to ha- happen. That, yeah. that you, that did that you, and that and that makes you feel good. You know, go. Going forward, you know, because um, it's like, are you what, are you at your daggone mind? What, what What is wrong with you? Yeah, this isn't something you could. This isn't something you do. These days, you can't do that in high school. <laughs> Much less the half You missed a sack. You missed a sack. Yeah. Yeah. You missed a sack. You know, it, it sucks, but move on. I, it just and to extend the drive and uh you know gives the other team points in a game that, where you you know they needed every point they could get and they got them you know and you just helped them i i was i i found that very that was disturbing um and you know it's just disturbing to, for what it that it happened with that with that player and a veteran leader it's, it's not something you know
0: doesn't speak well yeah i mean uh mcdaniel i mean i'll start with chubb you know Accountability for that said, obviously, as a team leader, is you know, one of the players that you know people look up to, uh, people look up to on the scene, you know, can't make that mistake. Uh, McDaniel said it was just kind of a the whole game was just kind of an amalgamation of you know mistakes and kind of out of character mistakes, particularly, and and that and that was one of them. So, just uh, uh, a perfect storm, you know, to, to have a nightmarish ending and you know, a potentially costly uh defeat late in the season. So, again, they uh, they quickly got to turn their attention to the Jets on a short week, um, and a divisional opponent. So, uh, we'll see how they respond on uh, in the coming days. All right, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back on the other, on the other side of things, uh, does this defeat change your perception of the Dolphins and uh, their outlook, especially uh, with some key injuries to monitor over the final months of the season? Stay locked with us, and we'll be back soon. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins in that podcast with David Neal talking all things Dolphins. Now, in the first half, uh, we to put a bow on a nightmarish, epic collapse, historic collapse uh, for the Dolphins, who... Entered. you put a week...
1: garbage tie on that bad boy. <laughs> garbage tie. Oh.
0: Now the Dolphins <laughs> yeah, enter... twist now, ties. Now the Dolphins entered week 14 as the AFC's number one seed. They came in on a three-game winning streak. Uh, obviously, that comes to an end. Um and they fall one game behind the Baltimore Ravens for the top spot in the conference. They're still the number two seed. Uh, but at nine and four, uh, they're just one game also back uh, in front of the Jaguars and the Chiefs, uh, with four games remaining. And We've talked for so many weeks about this kind of daunting final game stretch where it's, you know, quickly approaching and, you know, just about here. You know, the Dolphins have a game against uh, the Jets, a home game uh, uh, coming up on a short week. And then after that starts like the real slate that I think we all said would decide the Dolphins season in one way or another. You know, they have the Christmas Day home game, Christmas Eve home game. Uh, against the Cowboys. Uh they travel to Baltimore to face the Ravens on New Year's Eve. And that's a game that's increasingly looked like it could decide uh the number one seed and then they wrap up with a home game against the Bills in the regular season finale. But uh we have to kind of turn our attention away from just the number one seed because after that loss and the Bills really big win in Kansas City over the Chiefs, um the Dolphins are just two games ahead of the bills uh for the top spot in the afc east now that's notable because the bills uh took the early season matchup in buffalo so they had the head-to-head tiebreaker and if you look at the schedule you know it's kind of favorable for 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 buffalo i mean they have a Tough game coming up against the Cowboys, Um, but I believe they also have the Chargers, uh, who are going to be without Justin Herbert for the rest of the season because he's having surgery on a a broken finger. Um, I believe they have the Patriots, and then they also and then they wrap up with uh, the Dolphins. So I mean, you're kind of like looking up at the number one seed, saying, "How can we get there?" But you also kind of look behind and say, "Hey, we also have to make sure we take care of business uh, in the division." I would say, I know there's a lot of talking again, overreaction Monday, overreaction Tuesday. Um, it's natural. I always say like you're you're not as bad as you looked in a loss, and you're probably not as good as you looked in a win. So when the Dolphins were racking up wins uh against the Raiders, against the Commanders, against the Jets, um, you know, I think that they showed strides, but you know, I don't think that they were tested in some ways that I think the better teams would test them. Um and, and again, they had a lot of mistakes against Tennessee uh on Monday night. Um, but I'm not like, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I I mean, I'm not, obviously it's not a foregone conclusion, but I still think they're in a really good spot to make the playoffs. My concern is that, you know, the, the kind of follow-up and, uh, you know, residuals from some of these injuries that are really starting to pile up, you know, the Dolphins held some guys out. They dealt with some injuries. You know, Connor Williams is going to be out for the rest of the season. My concern is that, you know, it might start to catch up, to catch up to them. Cause again, you can't. You're just not going to be able to have a functioning offense consistently with four, uh, with four uh, starting offensive linemen out. Um, I, I still think that you know they're as dangerous as any team in the NFL when they're at their best, and I think that depending on how healthy they are, they're still a really tough matchup for a lot of teams. But I go back to what I said last week when I said if they can get the number one seed, I feel a lot. Of, I, I feel very confident that they could you know make a run to the Super Bowl. You no, know, that's all in flux now, because you know they might get the number two seed and shoot. You know they got to make sure that they can clean up the uh you know uh, clean up uh, and take up care of business in the division. Um, but matchup wise, you know I still think that they're a very good matchup for just about every team in the AFC. The question is though, is like, is this was this was that three minute four minute collapse a blip? Was it just like a very historic epic collapse on um, that happened in one game? Or is that the sign of some other issues with this team that will be uh that will be you know taken advantage of when the competition uh increases over the next month? Um that's well, that's the question.
1: Well, you you said I think you said kind of said in the first half, uh as much as what happened in the last four minutes or three minutes, uh look at the first 57 minutes. That's true. And some of the stuff that we saw there is there was very concerning,
0: including the help. I mean, look, look, but I have a question for you. I have a quick question for you. Yeah. If the Dolphins, if the Dolphins, uh, if the Dolphins take care of, if Dolphins hold that 14 point lead, let's say they even, let's say they, you know, they, they give up the first touchdown, but you know, the defense gets a stop or the offense runs a timeout. Uh, what is the perception of the team after that? If they because, hold on to that lead,
1: because, because, because we're you know most people are facile, they're going to just say, okay, that's their record and you know they're, they're right there and they they and they escaped in a situation. But you know if you're even if you either if they win that, they, they hold on for that win. You're still looking at the same health situation going forward and having a healthy team you know having a healthy team at this time of year, having better health than the other guy, that kind of matters and, and it doesn't just matter at the quarterback position it matters everywhere else you know um you know you do you really want to be playing a team uh like really facing dallas with a with your you know that pass rush with your essentially your backup offensive line that's the you know that's not a fun day for your quarterback you know um and you know health is a health is a You know, that's a, that's a thing. Some of the tendencies that we saw in a pressure situation that they have, you know, a pressure situation, they haven't been in for a little while and an unexpected pressure situation. Some of that didn't look good. That was, you know, that, that that doesn't make you feel that doesn't fill you with a lot of confidence for later in the season of January. Um, and that was in the first 57 minutes. So, um, you know, I, I think the perception, if they had won, was okay. They got away with one, we move on, but that's fine for that perception. But the reality is some, some of those same issues would still be that we're looking at going forward are still there and they're just in a better position, you know, as far as the record and in the standings, but, and they're certainly not, you know, concerned about, at that point, probably losing the, you know, it's at all about losing the AFC East. But, they lost, so now everybody's looking, you know, now it's not such a facile look, and it's like, ooh, you know, not only did they lose, but wait a minute, all these things happened. And, you know, how it is with the loss, the, you know, the bad things that happened, they get they suddenly get counted. They suddenly get seen. And, you know, then there's some projection. So, yeah, I, I don't know what the perception, you know, the perception is changed by a win versus a loss. Of course it is. But the reality is, the reality doesn't change much.
0: Yeah, but I also think that, I also think that the reality is that I think some of these, again, I think some, it was a bad game. Um, a lot w- has to go into that. Like, there's so much has to go into, you know. Obviously, they didn't play well for really the entirety of that game, but so much had to go wrong, you know, in the final four minutes. Just, just really kind of. So much game. had
1: to but, go wrong in the final four minutes, but look at what had to go right for them to go ahead.
0: No, no, no I'm right. I'm, I'm, I'm right. I, I'm, I'm getting to that. But, but I'm saying that I think that also for me, for me again, my my biggest issue for the Dolphins right now or my biggest concern is just the nature of the injuries um, and how much that's going to affect them going forward. Because I think yeah. that um, the, especially the two injuries, like the really the major injuries uh, on Monday night that I think that really went back to bite them was on the offensive line and, and amongst the safeties because, we, you know, i talked about it at length, you know, here where, you know, without four offensive linemen, they ran the ball well, but I always thought that their strides and past progression pass protection were a little overstated because of the scheme and Tua's quick release and the fact that they're getting the ball out within like 2.4 seconds like they're not is not like sitting back there and scanning the field for a long time before releasing them all it's very it's very quick releases so I thought that the pass protection strides were a bit overstated and I think we saw that with obviously a couple of offensive linemen down uh the communication issues and some of the issues um and on the back end of the secondary without you know your two starting safeties were also something that i think played a big role in there and it's like all right yes i you know it We talk about next you i mean we mentioned it all the time we talk about next man up and you know guys having to step up into depth roles but sometimes like i mean your star players are your star players and key contributors for a reason i mean for the entire season, you know, we've been hearing that Javon Holland is the quarterback of the defense. Deshaun Elliott was dealing with a ribs injury, a concussion injury. Now he's in concussion protocol. He wasn't on the field for those last two, for those last two uh touchdown drives by the Titans. If one or both of those guys are in there, potentially the game is a little bit different. I mean, I mean who, who's to say? Um, But for me, that that's that's the biggest thing. And it's like, even if the Dolphins had won that game, I personally would have, you know, had the same reservations, the same. I would have looked at it the same, um, because I always say, you know, all wins and losses count the same, but they're not created equal. But if they had won that game, they still would have, you know, been tied with with Baltimore or the top spot, and you know, they would have had, they would have got the edge because of their their conference record. And now, now, not only did you, you know, come, not not only did you fall one game behind them, but you lost the conference game, which could come back, uh, you know, if you need to. Well, I guess. I guess in the end, it'll probably be the head-to-head game that will decide. Um, but you know, it's like it, again, I, I really, I really believe that if they can get two games at Hard Rock Stadium when it matters most, if they're relatively healthy, I have a lot of confidence they can beat just about any team that comes in there. Because again, for as 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 bad as the Dolphins looked on Monday night, um, no team in the AFC is perfect. All of them have flaws, and all of them um, have ways. Um that they can be exploited. I mean, we watched the we watched we watched the uh the the Chiefs and the Jaguars lose on Sunday. We watched, or at least I watched uh, a Ravens game where hey, if it's not for just some incredible playmaking by Lamar Jackson late and a punt return touchdown, you know, the the conversations around Baltimore are a little bit different because you know the Rams gave them everything that they could they, they, they could take. And honestly, I watched that game thinking I think Miami might be able to exploit some things with their defense because they run similar offenses in Los Angeles and Miami. Um, so for me, it was more so just losing that game and the fact that now you have to make it up. I, I still feel I still feel confident that they're gonna win the division. I'm not nearly as confident as I was uh as, as I was you know twenty four hours, <laughs> hours ago because of the injuries and because Buffalo looks like they're starting to turn a corner. but we still got four games left. Um, You know, this was a very, very disappointing and surprising setback. Um, But I don't want to overreact and say the season's over. Like, like there's people saying that the Dolphins are going to lose the next four.
1: I don't think that's going to happen. No, no like, but, but this is, this is, this is Dolphin fan PTSD. Yeah. yeah understandable. Understandable. <laughs> I'm not from here, but I know, I, don't, I know all about you know, it. This is, this here. is 93, 2002, 2003. Uh, Shoot, this is 20, this is
0: 2022. It's 2022 when they lost five straight and they had to sneak right. into the playoff. So I understand right. it. And Tua himself yeah. said, he said, this is not the same Dolphins team. I mean, we're going to find out. I didn't take, two. I didn't read too much into beat up on the command. The commanders had the worst passing defense in the NFL right. and the Dolphins did what they were expected to do. Um you know coming off a, a off of a um kind of a mini bye type of week. You know, they did what they were like expected to do. They didn't take care of their business against Tennessee. Um you know they got three games coming up you know we'll talk about the Jets in a minute. We got three games coming up to finish the season that will really show us if this isn't the quote unquote same old dolphins. But I don't want to overreact because I think that this is still a very good team, a very dangerous team. Um, you got to get healthy first and foremost, Um, but I still do have a lot of confidence in this team. Um, So we'll we'll see. And obviously, you know, it begins transitioning, transitioning into the um, last segment, you know, it begins with the the Jets who, um, you know, they're coming off of a very, like you mentioned, they're coming off of a very big win um, against, uh, against the Texans. Obviously, Zach Wilson probably played the best game of his career there, um, and you know, you know they're kind of pumping him up on, on the on the New York side too after after a game. But you know, it's it's going to be interesting because you know when we talked to Mike McDaniel; they've been very cautious with injuries. Um, they said that they, you know, obviously Connor Williams is out. Um, Javon Holland just you know uh, revealed today that he has two sprained MCLs. You know, when I spoke to him last Saturday. He said that he was, it was a slow grind just to get flexibility and comfort back in his knees. So, for all the people saying, like, why isn't, why is he being held out? Why is he out there? I mean, it's for good reason. You know, if guys are healthy enough to go out there and perform at their peak. Um, they're going to be out there. So, like, it's a legitimate injury. So, we got to monitor him. Teron Armstead um, is, you know, kind of day to day. Robert Hunt probably not going to play. There's a lot of moving parts, but I still think that, you know, if the Dolphins are the team that we think that. But we thought they were prior to Monday night, this is a game that you take care of. I, I don't, you know, on a short week with all these injuries and playing a familiar opponent, it might be a little tougher. I don't think that they're going to run away with it like they did uh in that Black Friday game, especially because I think that, funny enough, I think they're going to get better quarterback play from Zach Wilson. Um, But I, I think that this is a game where the Dolphins bounce back. Um, they, It might be a little bit ugly, but I think they take care of things. I think it's one of those 27 to 13 type games where they pull away late. Um, but I think that, you know, I think they have a better showing, especially on defense, because for most of that game, you know, especially for the I'll on the defense, because we haven't done that as much. I thought they actually played pretty well against the Titans. Obviously, there was uh, the two late drives were obviously just not good. Um, the, they did give up a lot of yards on uh, a late hurry up drive to end the first half. But outside of that, like I thought that they played pretty well. Um, You know, especially without Jerome Baker, obviously Jalen Phillips is out for the year and then dealing with some of their injuries uh, on the back end of the secondary. Uh, But I think that they'll rebound for sure as well. Um, And, you know, I think that, you know, I think that all will be kind of right for the most part. You know, they'll kind of get back on track and then we'll look ahead to, again, uh, this really telling three-game stretch to conclude the regular season.
1: Well, uh, I think this is going to be a, you know it's going to be an interesting tough game because you know obviously division game. The Jets have a very good defense that uh, that keeps them in it. Um, yeah, man,
0: kept them in them the, in, in the Black Friday game and so of the balemary. You know,
1: yeah. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know if if not for that, that's that's a much more interesting game. Yeah. Uh, so boy. I'll take the – and I'm not, you know, Zach Wilson, you know, stop clock is right twice a day, you know. Blind squirrels find a nut, get a nut, whatever. Um, I'm going to go 24-10, 24-13 Dolphins. Um, I don't – I mean, could be wrong. And, you know, the Patriots-Steelers game – uh, Jets Texans game. I don't see there being a lot of points out of just enough points out of the Jets' offense, and and even know, on the on it, the
0: Dolphins' offense, like they're driving. They had five red zone opportunities, and they were two for five. And one of those, they left with zero points because they fumbled on the two yard line. Like, like they're they're moving the ball. They were still moving the ball. It's just like for some reason, you know, they're, and I don't like to like do Monday morning quarterback over play calls, but you, I would have liked to see, like, sometimes I do wonder, like, why not just kind of like hammer the ball down and see what happens? And we saw that, uh, on those last two red zone opportunities. I I mean, like, I don't think the Dolphins' offense offense is broken. Um, but you know, if you're going to play without, you know, multiple offensive linemen for the rest of the year, it might not be the same offense that we've seen humming. Uh, time and time again. But I think that, right. you know, they're, like, I, I think they're fine. Uh, you know, if Tyree Kill is, like, legitimately uh, hurt, well, that changes things. But he was able to muscle through it. They said he's day-to-day. I think he'll, my guess is he'll be out there. And I think that, you know, they'll they'll, they'll be a little more efficient and a little more productive, especially in the red zone.
1: I would expect them to use him in a limited way just because I think they're going, I you know, they probably need him more against, you know, Baltimore, Dallas, Buffalo. Um, now that might <laughs> that might not turn out to be the case. Um, but I I just don't I don't I see the Jets giving them a very very hard time, but I have a tough time seeing the Dolphins lose this. That said, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how fragile the dolphins are um because uh, you know the jets had that kind of team where something they can make something go wrong at you know early in the game or hang around the way tennessee did and you know get a defensive touchdown get get a turnover or something and you know we'll see we'll see how well the dolphins bounce back from the the first game that the first loss that was just like, ah, that, that was just a bad performance, just a bad, just a flat out bad performance. Uh, and yeah, I think they're pretty resilient, but you know, I think the Jets will, Jets will test them early. Dolphins win 24, 10 and, um, you know, onto uh, onto the last three.
0: Yeah, like uh, like Tua said in his press conference, he saw you know, he was asked how to make sure that this isn't the same similar uh, collapse, late season collapses in previous Dolphins teams. Tua said, "You know this isn't the old Dolphins. Uh, you know they're gonna have an opportunity to prove that in the next four games. Uh, so we'll see. We're both taking the Dolphins uh, to rebound on a short week against a divisional opponent, and we'll see how they uh, how they do in fact bounce back." All right, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins in that podcast. I want to thank you guys as always for tuning in. Reminder to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page. Like, share, comment. You will subscribe to the Miami Herald. A short week, so a little bit of a different schedule. Normally, uh, Tua, Mike McDaniel on Wednesday. Uh, It's not going to be the case. Team's going to be off, no availability on Wednesday. But they're going to be back on Thursday, jam-packed day uh, with Tua Offensive of coordinators' practice. i also we'll hear from a lot of people. Um, be able to see the give you updates on the latest injuries involving the Dolphins. So definitely stay uh, tuned to the Miami Herald for more. Uh, we'll be back next week to recap another weekend of Dolphins football. But until then, you guys take care. See ya. Peace.